0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I'm at home again this week to give you guys a little food for thought, something for you guys to keep in mind this week and hopefully maybe uh, influence your thought patterns, help you think a little differently, maybe look at things through a slightly different lens like I am every week. So as I am recording today, it is November the 3rd, 2020. It is uh, the day between my wife's birthday and my birthday. Her birthday was yesterday, the 2nd. My birthday is tomorrow, the 4th. Uh, No, I'm not looking for birthday wishes, but if you send them, I won't (laughs) won't, uh, be upset. Um, But it's also election day. That's the big thing I wanted to talk about, election day. Now, I am not going to, and I don't think we'll ever get political uh, on this show whatsoever. But I wanted to talk about the election and what it's kind of done for to us and what we all I'm sure see out there in the world today and it's really the topic that I had in mind for today and that that topic very simply was divisiveness how divided I believe the current state of the world has allowed us to be when I say current state of the world I'm not talking about COVID times I'm not talking uh, about politically or whatever I'm talking about technologically where we are. like There was a big shift in our world several years ago, probably about 20 years ago now that I sit and really think about it. Because I remember, to give you guys a little bit of background about me and where I was in life and why I started martial arts, I believe I've talked about this in the past, but I started martial arts because I was getting bullied. I was getting bullied from the time I was very young in elementary school through middle school. into high school, and it stuck around for quite a while. Um, Didn't come, now that I think about it as I'm saying it, not that much in high school, because I started training martial arts in eighth grade, so it pretty much tapered off within high school. But the thing about bullying back then is, you gotta break. (laughs) What I mean is very simple. The bully, the only time that the bullies had the opportunities to pick on me were on the ride to school if I was on the bus, and on the ride home from school and, and everywhere, in between those two bus rides were there opportunities. Let's call it eight hours. That eight hours of the day was their window. And outside of that, I was safe from them. I could be home, I could surround myself with my friends and people who wouldn't make me feel the way that those bullies felt. And like a great many kids who get bullied, I didn't tell my parents about it for a very long time. It wasn't until it got very bad And my parents started to notice the other things, like my grades dropping, um, among other things, that it really started to come out how bad things were. But nonetheless, like I said, I at least had a break. When I went home from school every day, the bullying was over. Yeah, I'd have to think about all day that it was going to start again the next day, but at least I had some time away. Nowadays, between social media and smartphones, kids don't have an escape. Kids these days, I mean, my wife and I went to vote earlier today and then we went out and we grabbed lunch afterwards and kids are off of school today and the amount of kids that I watched walk into the restaurant with their parents on their sm- while the kids are on their smartphone was astounding. I watched these kids not even interacting with their parents at all not interacting with each other, just on their smartphone constantly. So you think about it, you can get in touch with anybody, anybody, 24 hours a day. If I really wanted to, I could get on Twitter right now, and I could send a tweet out to pretty much anybody that's on Twitter, from the President of the United States, to a rival martial arts school, to some guy I've never met before. We can, we can do these things to anybody. Like That's how small our world has gotten. That's one of the biggest changes, is that 24 hours a day, we are interconnected. That's insane. (laughs) That's completely insane. That if we decided to, we could communicate with somebody on the other side of the world instantly, in a second. That's a big deal. That's a really big deal, and it's a really big change. And what made it such a big change is the fact that you don't have to look at that person's face while you're saying some of the things that you're saying. And that makes things easier to a lot of degrees, right? Don't get me wrong. There are times when you're like really nervous to talk to somebody. And because you're really nervous to talk to them, it's a little easier if you can you know, send them a tweet or like write on their Facebook wall and not be intimidated. Maybe you're feeling a little shy or whatever. Yeah, that's a good thing. Like, if there's an actor or something that you like, like a guy who's super, uh, super active on social media, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm not sure how many of us, if we saw Dwayne The Rock Johnson face-to-face, wouldn't be completely intimidated to talk to him. That would be intimidating. But to send him a tweet or to comment on his Instagram picture, that's not that intimidating. Not at all. Right? But because of that, I believe we've also lost some of the decorum in our interpersonal relationships. I'll explain. I'm sure we've all seen this, where we're a party to a giant Facebook fight. I know I've seen it a ton of times. Where you're watching on somebody's post where two people you know are going back and forth about whatever the issue is. Sometimes it's about next to nothing. And yet, you'll see these people go on for hours. Sometimes for days. The amount of comments you see on these posts back and forth. And this person's throwing an article up. And this person's throwing an article up. But then something happens. They cease speaking in fact. They cease speaking in reason. And they start speaking emotionally. And it's not even speaking. Typing. They start typing emotionally. Names get called, things get said. But the thing is, you know, if these two people were in a room together, you would never see them talk to each other the way that they're talking to each other then. It's crazy to me. It's absolutely crazy to me. I mean, I I try to do my best. And I'm a human being like any other. But I try to do my best That whenever I talk to someone in any capacity, whether it's face-to-face, comment back and forth on social media, texting, tweeting, Facebook messaging, you name it, I pride myself on the fact that if I'm going to say something to you, I would also say it to your face. I would not go back and forth with it. Don't get me wrong. That's not to say that you can't have certain conversations to a side about somebody else. For example, if I'm agitated at my sister, for example, not that I am right now, she's doing okay. (laughs) She's a little sister though, so she knows the buttons to press. But nonetheless, if I'm agitated at my sister, to me there's nothing wrong with having a conversation with my wife or my mother about how I'm aggravated at my sister. That's different. (laughs) That's a whole different uh, animal. But, again, if I'm going to say it to you on social media, through text message, through any other medium, I'll make sure if I'm going to talk to you, I'll also, I'll only say something I would be willing to say to your face. And I think that's a, that's a, a big deal. Like something that I see gets shared on social media all the time, and I always have a good laugh uh, when I see it, And it's a similar sentiment, it's it's always a slightly different quote, but the sentiment is always the same. Something to the effect of, when you see the way that certain people talk to other people on social media, you can imagine that those people have never been punched in the face for something they've said before. And I certainly agree with that. Because I see the way certain people talk to each other, or even other people, and I'm like, man... If you had to look in that person's eyes, you would never say it. You would never say that. And that's important. That's a really important sentiment. I always believe in treating people kindly. I always believe in treating them well. And treating them the way they deserve is probably the best way to put it. Because don't get me wrong, if someone's going to be disrespectful to me, I have no issue being disrespectful to them. However, I would be equally disrespectful to them face-to-face as they would online, in social media, you name it. I'm going to I'm gonna talk to them the same way. I don't mind. But, with that being said, I believe that there's a certain decorum that we have when we talk face-to-face. And you see this especially when it's people that you know. It's different when it's two strangers You see, getting in an argument because you don't know what those people's limits are. You don't know what kind of people those are. That they are, I should say. Those people are. But you know when you know someone and you know them well and you know what they're capable of and you know their morals and you see them talking to to a person in a way that you're like I I could never imagine you saying that. When you you see aunt or uncle so-and-so talking to other aunt or uncle so-and-so and you see the way they're talking to each other, you're like, man, you guys would never say that to each other's face. And to me, that's one of the biggest bridges that we have burned of late. And it's something that I want to encourage us not to do. Divisiveness is such a big problem. Being divided is huge. Like people say things like, "I, I believe the country's never been more divided than it is now. I disagree with you. I disagree with you. And I'll tell you why. Because where are you looking to get this information? On social media. On the internet. But, if you get those same people in the room, a lot of of people are going to get along a lot more than you would ever think. You know, I have some friends that I agree with 100% on things. I have other friends that I don't agree with them about a lot of what they believe. But, they're still my friends. I have friends that are the staunchest of each of the political parties. The most extreme right and left but what I like about them has very little to do with their political beliefs I don't really care who they vote for because in order for them to be a relationship between them them and I because what goes on between them and I has much less to do with that kinda of stuff than anything else see here's something that I've really really uh, been thinking a lot about recently and uh, been been really putting into practice recently. And I've been talking to whoever wants to listen uh, about this idea because to me, it's an important one. I know all of us When we during this pandemic time, spending more time around people, probably getting to know them a lot better, hearing stories you've never heard before, good, bad, or otherwise, telling stories that you've never told before. And There's a really important thing that we need to remember in interpersonal relationships as more gets shared. And what that is, is very simple. You don't need to love everything about a person. You don't need to love everything they've ever done, everything they've ever said, in order to love them. Let me put this in a really really simple idea. I don't love everything that I have ever done. I look back over my life and there are plenty of things that if I given the chance I would do a little differently. Plenty because I'm a human being and like every other human being I've made mistakes in my life. Who hasn't? And with today's eyes looking back on those things there's I I could list them, (laughs) but I wouldn't want to a bunch of things that I would do very differently. So how in the world Should I expect my wife, again, staying with an example here, how would I expect my wife to love every single thing I've ever done if I don't love it? If I don't love it, it would be so unfair of me to expect her to love it. That would be so unfair. And the same is true in reverse. I know there's plenty of stuff. She's a human being like any other. She's fallible just like any other. I love her to death, don't get me wrong. But of course she's made mistakes in her life. Of course she has regrets in her life. What human being doesn't? And of course there's things she would change if she could. I don't have to love all those things to love her. The same is true with the things about our our, our friends and the people that we interact with and our loved ones. There are plenty of people in, in my family, in my circle, that there are some things they have done that I do not love. I don't even like. I barely even tolerate, but I still love them because of who they are as a person. And I do not believe any person is only one thing. I don't. I firmly believe that we are unique. Right? What? What is the uh, the, the, the joke from Shrek? Right? On, ogres have layers like onions. Human beings are the same way. We really are. Right? I. If you find me the person in your, in your life that is only one thing they're a unicorn man hold on to that person i don't know i've never met a person like that in my life I, right? every one of us wears dozens of different hats on a daily basis i know i do I, right i'm sensei a lot of the time a lot of the time probably more than i really should be i'm sensei a lot of the time but i'm not only sensei right? i've got to be Husband, a lot of the time. I've got to be son some of the time. I've got to be brother some of the time. I've got to be dad to my pets a bunch. I've got to be homeowner. I've got to be business owner. I've got to be all of these things throughout the day. I have to. And all of those things are not, they don't all mesh together perfectly. But no one thing defines me. And I don't think any one thing, one opinion, one belief defines any person. Listen, like I said before, I have plenty of friends that I can spend plenty of time with. Like if I'm thinking about it, two of my best friends in the world, absolute best friends, people that like I grew up with. And yeah, when we were kids, we saw each other constantly. Actually, I talked about Brendan just recently. All right my friend brendan i talked about him how you know we really invested in that relationship we committed and brendan i don't see as much anymore as we used to we used to live right behind each other so we used to see each other literally every day um and i couldn't it's been maybe a year since the last time i saw him but that doesn't change the fact that if we saw each other today it would be like old times 100% and his political beliefs and the things that he believes in are completely one end of the aisle. I have another friend, Tom, who literally lived with me in my parents' house. I worked with him for years. Tom and I were super, super close. And again, one of my best friends, he moved out to Arizona, so he and I don't see each other nearly as much as I'd like anymore. He believes exactly the opposite, politically, as Brendan. I still love them both. And if either one of them, or better yet, If both of them came to my house, and we all hung out here, about that, guys, little interruption, Onyx trying to protect me from these scary kids on uh, on their bicycles. But nonetheless, as I was saying, if both of them were to come here to my house, and we were to have dinner together, it would be a wonderful time. They would both treat each other respectfully, They would both act like mature adults. We'd do what mature adults do. We'd stay away from politics. We'd have a whole crazy conversation about everything else that's worth knowing in life. That's worth knowing about each other. Listen, I'm not saying that voting doesn't matter, re-election doesn't matter, your politics don't matter. I'm saying you don't need to love everything about a person to love them. And I think that if we let articles that are shared on Facebook, if we let them divide us or drive us into all sorts of uh, uh, fights between each other, let them destroy relationships, I think that's a big mistake, a really, really big mistake. I I think at the end of the day, I haven't met very many people who are Americans and aren't proud to be Americans whether they were an American that was born here, an American that became a naturalized citizen, or anything else. I haven't met very many Americans that aren't proud to be an American. And to let something as silly as articles shared on Facebook destroy a relationship between you and a family member or between uh, two of your friends just because of some stupid thing shared on Facebook, I think that's going to be the thing that drives us apart. I think we should adhere to a simple mindset no matter what medium you're speaking to a person on, on the phone, through text message, through social media, through any of those things, don't say anything to them that you wouldn't be willing to say to their face, that you wouldn't be willing to look in their eyes and say. So if today's message, if we consider what I'm saying today a political message, this will be about as political as I ever get. But remember, we're all human beings. All right? We're all living this life together. And yeah, you don't have to treat people respectfully that aren't respectful to you. Don't get me wrong. But don't let silly things divide us. Don't speak to people in a way that you would not be willing to say to their face. To me, that says more about you than it does about them. So, live your life 24 hours a day. I talked a couple weeks ago, about being true to yourself. Really, again, a similar, a similar idea. Have your mindset, have your voice be the same. Have the way you communicate to people be the same, regardless of the medium that you are on. Then it's really easy to be true to yourself. It's really easy to be you. And it's really easy to live this life guilt-free. You won't have the guilt about what you might have said or done. You'll be able to keep those relationships exactly the right way. So that's all I have for you guys today. As per usual, you can reach me via email, leonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sensei underscore Leonelli. On Facebook, I'm, fa- I'm Sensei James Leonelli. You can find my school online at TskSmithTown.com. On Facebook, we are at t- Facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. Twitter and Instagram is TSMMA underscore Smithtown. Um... As far as the Tiger showman's organization, you can find it at tsk.com to get information at any school local to you. Uh, beyond that, you can find the podcast at Podcast on Instagram. And until next time, I'll see you guys on the map.